Welcome to Married by Design. Do you feel like you're growing as an individual? Do you feel like there's areas of your life that you're improving in and are in the process of changing and developing every area of your life? Have you thought about why you should even do that? That's what we're going to be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God has for them in their marriage relationship. Welcome back to Married by Design. We've been looking at the things that we're facing during the challenges of 2021. Coronavirus, with all its losses and difficulties, have been real stretch for most people. How are you doing so far through this process? We've been looking in this podcast at the idea that God wants to help us through this time to thrive. Most of us have been merely maintaining and trying to keep our heads above the water and getting through it. It seems like in recent months that there are more people who are past that point of just trying to hold on and want to move on with life despite the limitations. That's what we want to talk about today. We want to encourage you to move on in your life, to grow and develop as an individual despite the challenges that you face. This is actually a perfect time to focus on improving yourself and growing in the different aspects of your life for God's glory. You have more time at your disposal and you have a spouse that God is giving you to encourage you to become all that God wants you to be. We've been looking at the idea that God has given us the wisdom and understanding that we need to grow even through these challenging times. In a sense, no matter what challenges we go through, we should understand and see that they could be opportunities to mature, that we should have the attitude that God looks at us with an expectation that we will be refined and become all that He wants us to be. In Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, Paul writes that we are saved by grace through faith and it's not of our doing. But he goes on in verse 10 to say that we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And this is an amazing reality that God loves us unconditionally and saved us without any effort on our part. But it's equally true that as his children, he has a plan for us. He has things that He wants us to do. We are given a limited amount of time here on this earth before eternity, and He wants us to use the time wisely. As Paul said there, for good works. Good works are not what we do to earn God's favor, but because we are His children, we need to be faithful children to follow our Father's direction. It is so crucial in our life to understand what the good works are that the Lord wants us to do. Do you ever think about the fact that God has saved you for a purpose, for His purposes? There's another verse in Philippians 3, verse 13, that's very challenging. We'll start in verse 12, and Paul writes, Not that I've already already obtained this, or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me His own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. There's a few things that Paul touches on in this passage. One thing is the idea of pressing on and straining forward. 
Paul has in his mind the idea that his life, his faith, never should be in neutral or coasting. He's always pressing on and reaching forward in his life. I think of the picture of a track relay team in which one of the runners is passing the baton to his teammate. That's the picture. It's leaning and stretching forward with all that you are. Does that describe you? Are there areas of your life that you're always pressing on and leaning forward? The other interesting aspect in the passage is the motivation. When Paul writes about this pressing forward, he says in verse 12, Because Christ Jesus has made me his own. In the New American Standard Bible, that part reads, I press so that I may lay hold of that for which I was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. And that's significant. Paul's motivation and his drive was an understanding that God had laid hold of him for some specific purposes. And Paul knew that he had to press on and reach out and take hold of those purposes and fulfill what God intended in his life. You might say that Paul was resolved to lay hold of the purposes that God intended him to lay hold of. I take it Paul had in his mind certain goals that he believed God wanted him to achieve. And with a great sense of motivation and understanding of God's grace, he pursued those goals. He pressed on. We want to talk to you about making resolutions. I know that we just had New Year's Day, and it seems like it can be an empty and futile effort to make resolutions on New Year's Day. But in reality, very few people make resolutions on New Year's Day or any other time of the year. I'm going to ask you a question. When was the last time you made a resolution, a commitment, a goal, a focus in some area of your life that you knew that God wanted you to work on and strive toward? If we're to grow in maturity in Christ-likeness, we need to make strategic choices and decisions and commitments along life's journey. If you think like that, like Paul, you were laid hold of God for certain purposes, then it's up to you to lay hold of them and press on to reach them. We want to take some time just to lay out some different areas and to encourage you to think about making some resolutions. This time of slowdown with coronavirus is actually an excellent time to think about the direction of your life and to refine areas in your life, to work in or work out habits and patterns of your life. With each of these areas, the reasons that we make resolutions and commitments to change are significant. We need to recognize the worldly reasons to improve and change and the godly reasons so that we see why we need to change and have the motivation to see it through. We'll look at the right and wrong reasons as we go through each area. So let's look at some different areas of our lives, and we would ask you to consider making a resolution, a commitment before God and your spouse to grow and improve yourself to achieve God's purposes for you. The first area of growth must be our spiritual lives. Do you feel like you've been growing and pressing forward in your spiritual life for the last year? Now, a worldly motivation can be either to, to believe that we can please God and have Him love us more or even to impress other people by working on our spiritual life. A godly reason to grow in our spiritual lives and become mature is to be more effective in ministry for God's glory. So the question is, what resolutions do you need to make in your spiritual life? Let me make some suggestions 
It is so important to grow in our knowledge of the Bible. One excellent way to do that is to read through the Bible every year. There are a lot of plans out there to do this. The more that you read, the more that you will understand, and the more the truth will change you. And how about your prayer life? How effective are you in probably the most significant way that you can help other people? Do you need to commit to certain times of of day or the week to pray? Do you have a plan and a list of people that you're praying for on a regular basis? And what about scripture memory? When's the last time that you memorized a verse in the Bible? Or maybe you need to start journaling as a way of processing the truth that you're reading and studying in the Word. And fellowship is also obviously a very challenging issue right now. How can you connect in some way with other believers, even right now? Maybe you can join a Bible study, even if it's on Zoom. It's amazing how much fellowship with other believers can keep us on track and encourage us. And when we're out of fellowship and disconnected, how easily we get discouraged and find ourselves struggling spiritually. So let's look at another area of mental Uh, How are you doing at growing mentally? Are you developing your thinking and reasoning? Are you expanding your understanding of different areas of knowledge? The worldly reason for studying is pride. Paul says that knowledge puffs up. There is a danger that we can study because we want to be better than others or show ourselves smarter. But there's also a godly reason for developing mentally so that we can be more effective and encouraging to others. The more that we know, especially about the Bible, the more that we're able to reach out to others and help others. I think it's also important to make a lifelong habit of learning because it keeps our brain sharp and engaged. So maybe you need to make some resolutions in regards to learning. What books do you need to read? What topics do you need to study and be more familiar with? What classes, podcasts, or blogs can you find online to help you expand your thinking and your understanding? Maybe you need to learn a new language. We've been working on Spanish on Duolingo for years, and it has helped us to remain sharp and to push ourselves mentally. Okay, now for the next area, physical resolutions. You knew it was coming, and here it is. How are you doing in developing your physical health? Now, a worldly motivation would be to try to look like a supermodel or a bodybuilder. And we recognize that God has given us all different body types as well as different genetics. And any consideration of resolutions regarding your health need to be passed by your doctor. But with those thoughts, I think it's important to realize that being in physical health does have great benefits. It helps you remain sharp, as we just said a moment ago. Having a good, healthy diet and a regular plan of exercise can extend your life and can increase the quality of your life. You'll feel better and have a lot more endurance and energy if you're in better shape. Do you want to live to see your grandkids? Do you want to be in good physical and mental health as you reach your senior years? Do you want to be effective in ministry in your 70s and 80s? It starts now with resolutions. And as far as resolutions, there seems to be two basic areas to work on your physical health. The first is your diet. What changes uh, do you need to make in your diet in order to be more healthy? You need to look at lifestyle changes in eating rather than depending on fad diets. What things do you need to cut out and what things do you need to add? Do you need to look at the size of the portions that you're eating during meals? Do you need to look at between-meal snacking? 
What about the amount of water that you're drinking during the day to stay hydrated? And are you taking the proper vitamins? And the second aspect is physical exercise. Again, considering a doctor's advice, what physical exercise do you need to start doing? Should you start walking or running? Lifting weights or stretching? There's almost an infinite number of ways to exercise that will both increase your cardiovascular strength and also add to your muscle mass. It's important to make small, attainable goals rather than setting unrealistic goals that set you up for discouragement and failure. And for another area, how are your finances? What things do you need to work on? Now, a worldly reason to make resolutions in your finances is to get rich and self-reliant. Do you have enough money so that you don't really need to depend on anybody else? Or do you have enough money so that you can spend your time playing and having all the toys that your heart desires? On the other hand, there are godly reasons to evaluate your finances and make resolutions. Not being a slave to the lender, providing for your own family, including your, giving your children an inheritance, having enough financial resources in order to be generous with those that are in need and with ministries around the world. So what resolutions do you need to make in regards to your finances? Do you need to get on a budget? Do you need to get rid of your debt? Do you need to give more to your local church or other ministries? Do you need to set aside money toward your future as Proverbs says the ant does? All these things will help you to be all that God desires you to be as you manage your finances that are really God's finances. One final area we'll look at is relationships as far as making resolutions. A worldly motivation uh, would be uh, toward developing relationships with those people who are only a benefit to you and help you. A godly purpose for relationships not only includes your own encouragement and benefit, but also to be a blessing and encouragement to others. So looking at the relationships you have, what relationships do you need to pursue and develop? What people do you know around you that need encouragement from you? What relationships do you need to let go of? Maybe that they're pulling you down and providing no real benefit to either you or the other person. Make sure that you discuss as a couple the relationships that you have with your relatives and in-laws and how to develop those. And consider people within your local fellowship that maybe you need to pursue. This is a great opportunity for ministry and something that we will look at next week on the podcast. We do need to be connected. And what about people at work that you need to develop a closer relationship with, maybe for the cause of Christ? They may be struggling in areas of their life, and you can come alongside them and help them. Well, there certainly are other areas that you may want to consider making resolutions, and we just wanted to prime the pump to encourage you to look at different areas that you may want to, to make resolutions in. And now for your homework, should you choose to accept it, is to pick one of these areas and make some resolutions. Discuss this with your spouse and set up a plan of how you're going to move forward and press on to lay hold of that for which you were laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Make those resolutions a matter of prayer every morning in your quiet time and review those resolutions every morning before you go through your day. Well, let me pray for you. Father, I just pray that for each of us, as we think about our lives in so many areas, that you would help us to understand the reasons that you have laid hold of us and that you would give us the power through your spirit and the energy to 
Press on to lay hold of those things, the purposes that you have for us. And we ask for your help in all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for being with us on this episode. Next week, we'll be looking at the last episode in the series of Us Versus 2021. We're going to be looking at connection. How in the world can we and should we be connected during this time of isolation and the challenges that we face? That's what we'll be looking at on our next episode of Married by Design. 